0: And welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. Today we are recording episode 67. And uh, we, have a, we have a special announcement. <clears throat> Sorry, still battling this cold a little bit. I think uh, Jared and I both are getting over something that time of the year. But uh, we have a special announcement. Uh, very soon, uh, Jared and I will be doing a podcast, or multiple podcasts really, in this uh, on the same continent really hard to believe really looking forward to it Jared will be coming to visit during my spring break for school so uh today we're going to be talking about some potential things we might be doing some travel plans i'm also curious to see what not only what Jared wants to do and what he wants to see but kind of his process behind traveling because i think i personally i'm going to toot Jared's horn a little bit right now and i think Jared is a very smart um Savvy traveler, so uh, I'm curious to pick Jared's brain today and see what some of his plans and ideas are. So should be a good episode, and uh, we hope you enjoy uh, our different travel plans and uh, the future content that will be coming out when Jared's here. So without further ado, my buddy Jared,
1: what's going on, my dude? Hello. On the road again. On the road again. Cross the big, the big pond, the big ol', uh, the big ol' ocean there. Yeah. We're going to be uh, uh, together soon. we got to figure out a better way to, uh, you know, listen, I love your introductions. I specifically told you when we started this that I wanted you to do it because I thought you'd be great at it, and I was right. However, <laughs> this is a critique from a friend and co-podcaster. we got to figure out a better way to introduce something, put some more, put some more spark in it first. I feel like you, you came out with it too fast. Yeah, maybe you got to lead up to it gotta, a little bit. Gotta, gotta Keep tease them wondering. Them a what's going on? Oh, right. travel plans. What do you? Well, huh? Where are they going? <laughs> Who's going somewhere? <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm super excited, and this trip is right around the corner. Um, I'm gonna say this: score one for Jared and price alerts. You oh, didn't beat yeah. me this time, price alerts. That's true. I'm actually still getting them, and because I'm a psycho, I actually do open them to see what the prices are, even though I've already bought my They've ticket. They've gone up though, right? Uh, it's either stayed at the same or gone up. Yes. Okay. Good. I, I haven't so far. I haven't. Uh, I haven't gotten angry, being like, oh, oh. Okay, right. Okay. Now it's a hundred dollars. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm just waiting for your
0: for your text message. Like, yep. Should apparently God I should have waited because this ticket's only three hundred now. But yeah.
1: So I um, since the lead is already since we've already talked about it, I'm going to be going visiting you in uh, in Czech Republic. However, starting in Berlin, my flight goes to Berlin. And you'll be meeting me there, and we'll be spending some time there. And then we're going to go, well, I don't know fully, actually, how that's going to work after that. But we'll also, obviously, go to at least Prague, probably Komutov, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe, and most likely some other place or two. Oh, definitely. Um, and I'm going to be there in, I mean, a matter of, at, by the time this pod comes, co- podcast comes out, like, three weeks. Yeah, it's A wild. little less than three weeks, so... And Jared, uh,
0: where, where can our listeners find all of our crazy shenanigans once you uh, cross the pond?
1: Oh, man. Oh, man. You're uh, Parada. you're really going to want to be uh, following us on Instagram when we're together in, uh, in Europe because we're going to be taking pictures like 13-year-old girls that are... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Does that mean duck face included? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> that just got a smartphone for the first time. Hashtag first Insta post no so you can follow, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm getting off of what you asked me uh, to see all this stuff and hear our ramblings while we're uh, gone. Follow us on Twitter first on Translatable One, the number one. There you can also find our songs of the pod that uh, we post every every ep- day after every episode. Find we always talk about how great the music videos are. Check it out there. Um, and I usually, if I can, try to post it from the actual artist that put it out from their page. You know, support the people. Uh, That's right. Follow us on Instagram. See all of our pictures and duck faces and kissy faces <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and our bottle service that we're going to be getting at clubs. Uh, look forward to sparklers <laughs> hanging out of uh, Smirnoff on Instagram. Untranslatable podcast, or you can email us. Tell us about your travel stories uh, or give us some in- untranslatable ideas. Because every episode, I feel like we're running out of them, and I feel like I'm on my last three. Um, so give us some untranslatables, which are sayings, idioms, or stuff, and um, you know, uh-huh. five star reviews uh, yes, on sir. iTunes and Stitcher as well. Oh, you can also see us on YouTube uh, now. That's right. So that's that's out there. So that's right. If you ever wondered what a uh, hungover yet happy Jared looked like, this is it. <laughs> this is it.
0: And uh, and uh, <laughs> and a
1: fairly sleepy
0: Chad as well, because I've had I had five hours of sleep last night, four hours before that, so. Damn. What what uh, why would you go to bed so late? What was the occasion? Well, uh, Friday night was my school's first Maturitin which Ooh. is the is a Czech ball.
1: So and all the other ones you've gone to have been other schools that you've just been as a in, guest. In
0: Komutov, exactly. Okay. Exactly. So I went the the other ones I went to were the gymnasium um, mm-hmm. or as they say in English, I guess grammar school, which I did not know that's what they referred to it as. Which but what's
1: grammar school? Is that like gymnasium. middle school or how gymnasium? It's like the, oh, so the high school. school level.
0: Yeah. Oh, I've never grammar school, school either. As you can see, I can show you all the ticket. Here it is. Nice. Or, well, this is actually the program. My oh, ticket well, hold was on. used.
1: It's a toga party? Toga. Toga. <laughs> toga.
0: Yeah. It was a... Uh, so the way these work, um, and sadly, my check is not good enough to translate all of these, but this is like the plan. And so if I can, by memory, let me try to figure out what some of these are. So... Um at eight o'clock, um, I think that's just like the introduction. Mm-hmm. Then at eight ten, I believe, is where they had um I'm pretty sure that's when they had their little just, they they have like a dance rehearsal and they all so came is, out in togas.
1: Is the introduction like um They like, have a moderator. They had a guy there that was a moderator. They call it a moderator, not like a host or a or an MC or I mean, it's like a something. host. Okay. MC, yeah. MC. Moderator, host, so moderator. official. <laughs> sounds I mean, like the, it's a debate. I mean, the dude, the dude had a suit.
0: <laughs> they, I've heard they can make pretty good
1: money uh, being a moderator. Too bad oh, my they, checks oh, not. Oh, they get better. like they. <laughs> they get it's like I have a podcast and I'm very good at a uh, R- right speaking to uh, you know 50 people at a time. Um, <laughs> um, do they? Um, they so it's, they actually hired. They're not like they're not part of the school or anything. No. Yeah, they hire. Oh, And okay. what's what's crazy so about like a, oh, like a Czech comedian or something? Well, it
0: it depends. I think there are some people that might even like do that for a living, or at least a, a pretty lucrative side hustle. But what's mm. interesting about these balls, or as you can see once again on the program Maturitni Ples, mm-hmm. is um, the students organize everything. So, the students are the ones who I'm pretty sure, at least at our school, I'm pretty sure they're the ones who are responsible for renting the venue, raising the funds, Um, and so the tickets, uh, and they sell tickets. So, you can get balcony seats, which you can see the dance floor better and see the routines better, Mm. and those were 200 crowns, and then the standing room behind the tables were, I believe, 160 crowns. What'd you go Um, for? Well, I'm... I paid nothing for them because I'm a teacher mm. at the school, so they they invite you. So they come in. Actually, it's funny. On my table right here, and this wasn't even planned, but I have invitations from my other students for the other balls. Oh, so it's here's like a the ticket. That's pretty yep. nice. Yep. And then another one right here. Um, and I believe this is like this means like high in the sky or something like that.
1: Okay. So it's like that I looks kind like of a like, club. That looks like a club right? promo.
0: Right. And then I have my ticket for that one right here. So this one is so you can see right here. Man, on by the, the side, way, did I says, mention
1: that we're on YouTube? Mm-hmm. This is a full show and tell episode, it's, everyone. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and so for you're this, gonna want to see this, I guess.
0: Right. And for this one, as you can see over here, it says "balcon," which is mm-hmm. balcony. Right. Um, but because I'm a teacher, it's funny. I have balcony tickets, but when I walked in, they have a couple different color wristbands. They have, I think they have a blue one. Maybe a yellow one and a green one or an orange one or something. Anyways, it doesn't really matter. I got a green one and I was looking around. And I'm like, I don't see anybody with a green one. What, what is this? And then I walk up and I realize it's for the, right. <laughs> they made one green one just for me. <laughs> no, um, it was for, for the teacher's table. So, okay. so the teachers have a spot right by the, the floor where they have a rehears- rehearsal, where they have the main performance. And for this one, they had togas on. It was awesome. Did you wear a toga? No, no, I oh, had okay. a suit on. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll ask a couple of students. I got some pictures with them. I'll ask them if it's okay for me to post them on the Insta if I get their approval. Mm-hmm. Um, then we'll hopefully have our I can lawyers them send them on something. Go
1: over to that's uh, right.
0: Perfect, perfect. <laughs> perfect. But the nice thing is at the table they had these bad boys. Some more show and tell for you, Jared. They had these boys that are just check pretzel sticks, mm-hmm. um, and they were free. And they also had uh, this isn't from the Plez, but they had water
1: at the table as well that was free. For the teachers. Do they actually? So, is a dinner actually served Mm-mm. during this? No, it's, it's just only a drinks. dance and drink kind of situation. Right. Okay, right. Okay, okay. And the students go all out. All out. It's crazy. You mean party wise? Oh, yeah. Okay. So they're not ashamed oh, yeah. to go ham in front of their teachers. I think it's just kind of accepted
0: that it's a part of the atmosphere. That's kind
1: of nice, though. Yeah. I kind of like that because that doesn't really happen. That. I mean, it happens in college sometimes. Right. Uh, we had a teacher. I mean, I guess I use, shouldn't use names <laughs> once you hear the story. When, I, when we, we went to France, I remember when I was in Austria, studying abroad in Austria. I, I was during, doing a program through my business program at our college back home. And uh, the program took place in France for, for two weeks or for a week or whatever. It was a week. And then they mm-hmm. came to Michigan. For a week, uh, you know, next semester or whatever. The, the French,
0: the French people, right? Yes. Yeah.
1: And so we had, you know, two professors come with us to, or two or three professors come with us to France, and for you know, the French people were showing us a good time. They were taking us out to clubs and stuff, mm-hmm. and we went to this one club and we had sort of our own. It was a nice, like one of those big, uh, on the Champs Elysees clubs, but we had like our own little area, and mm. um, VIP, all, nice. All of us college students that are very used to getting too drunk, we're looking over at the teacher like, wow, uh, he's really, he's really putting him back there. Whoa. Oh my gosh. He's really, oh, is that another shot? Is he holding that bottle of tequila like Vin oh, nice. Diesel and Fast and Furious? That, oh my God. That's <laughs> hilarious. And next thing we know, uh, we're on the, sh- uh, he's out on the Champs-Élysées throwing up on the, uh, hugging a pole, throwing up. This is our oh, professor. No. Oh no. You'll have to tell me later who it was. And so we get back to the, so, okay, so it was me and one other professor out there with him, and then me and then another student, uh, you know, hanging around, um, making, and he was literally just hugging a pole, throwing up on the side of the road, and then a uh, taxi comes, we, get, we all get in the taxi, uh, he throws up in the lobby of the hotel we're staying at. Oh, no. <laughs> this is our professor, by the man, way. That's, a man that's with wild. a wife and family. Uh, and then he gets to his room, throws up in his bed. Now he's oh, done throwing geez. up. That's the last throw up. Throws up in his bed, and then you he went starts ham, and then he starts crying, and about some family issues he's having and complaining like, "Oh, I can't believe this happened. Oh my gosh!" Oh jeez. Um, and and it was very awkward for me and my uh, my other classmates. Were you to, guys staying uh, in the room with him? What, no, what? no. We we took him to his room. Okay. And when oh, he first got in, he, he threw up in his bed, you, oh, no. and so we couldn't just leave right away. <laughs> right. And then. Oh, God. Um, and then as we were doing that, he started complaining about some family issues he, he was he having. He gave
0: you a 4.0, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, Unfortunately, he was not responsible for our grade. He was okay. more just a chaperone. He wasn't even part of the program, to mess with you. Oh, like, I, think, I think professors were allowed to volunteer because there was there were two people that were there that were fully part of the program. And then there was okay. one other, which was him. Who's not really part of it, but I think he's just like they just selected or he volunteered to essentially chaperone, and then it ended up that the students were chaperoning him. (laughs) Right. It was very awkward to watch me and my my uh, classmate like consoling this. 40 you know plus that's, year old that's man crazy. yeah that's <laughs> that's wild it was like and, and i was drunk too and he was dr- i mean i wasn't that drunk obviously i had my shit together but like right. i was i was like i'm in no place to be doing this also <laughs> also though t-
0: caring for somebody i don't care if it's, if it's your professor or who it is it sobers you up a little bit I think. it is
1: very sobering i've been that's in a couple of situations sure. in college where i've taken care of people and i've been just as drunk as that person just not throwing up <laughs> right and it definitely sobers you up very quickly, oh, and you, you get you, you almost turn into like you know parent mode or something, <laughs> right? You know what was she funny just got real
0: right? Right. You know what was funny about the about the ball though. So the ball goes until two mm-hmm. at the theater, which is not even a five minute. I mean, I can literally see it from my window right here as as we're recording this podcast. Um, so it's not far at all. And so I came back real quick to change. That's great. Um, before I went to the club, the after party, right? And there's mm-hmm. only really one, technically one or two clubs in, in Komutov. Um, and the big one's called Admiral. And depending on the timing, maybe I'll take Admiral? you there. Uh-huh, yeah. Okay. And, dude, I don't know what it is. When you, when you bring in your coat for coat check, they give you these little tiny slips of paper with a number on them. Every time I lose it,
1: asking to oh yeah. Every time I've been not every time. I'm one for three, one for three there. Um, So you've you've not lost it once, right? But the other (laughs) but the other two times I lost it. But the funny thing was,
0: so I came back and I changed right. And I Mm -hmm. guess when I was like taking my dress shirt off or something, I pulled the the little you know wristband off right. And you Mm -hmm. need the wristband to get in for free. Okay. And so so. It was the way it broke. So the you had way to try to convince broke. them that you're a teacher? Well, so what I did is I brought this, uh, and I had my ticket. Okay. And the guy was like, you need a wristband. And I told him in check Sem Uchitel. I'm i I'm a teacher. Mm-hmm. And he kind of looks wow. at me. Yeah, he kind of looks, looks at me, and he's like... He, and I, I was about to
1: take out my wallet to pay for it. I think it would have been like 120 crowns or something. Right, not that right. expensive.
0: Like three, four it helps, bucks. It helps.
1: that everything in the Czech Republic is cheaper than everything that you're used to in a, in the U.S. Anyway, Ex- except for Prague. Prague's a different story. Right. We can talk right. about that later. Right. Right but, right. but so,
0: and then and then he like looks at him. Like a couple of the students walk by and they say hi to me, mm-hmm. and he's like. It's so, like okay, and he, and he literally he said he was like okay, Uchi like in a really condescending such a, manner. Such
1: a power trip, like right? It's like bro, you're not a you're not a, a, a police officer. Like right. re- relax. Right. You stand at a disco <laughs> until 5 a.m. collecting
0: money. Yeah, it's not that important of a job. But yeah, so right. so that was kind of the first thing that I was like I was like oh, damn it like. I don't have my wristband. I'm gonna have to try to, you know, get my way. And I figured worst case scenario, I'll just pay for it, whatever. Right. And then I go to check my coat, and once again, these little tiny slips of paper. And <laughs> I went to put it. You know how in jeans you have the, the regular pocket, and then you have the little tiny pocket on the mm-hmm. right side. Sometimes. No I idea what that's for. I slipped it in yeah. there. I slipped it in there, and then I must have went to pay for a drink and used coins and pulled uh. that out. It was gone.
1: And then that floor, at, at, like at, when the party's over at the end of the night, that floor is probably just littered with uh, coat checks. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Next time
0: what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a picture of it on my phone. That's smart. That's very smart. That. But I and remember. Just... But see, I remembered the number this time.
1: Okay. Okay. Because That's last good.
0: time I didn't remember the number. I could see my coat though, and I pointed at it, and I told him black leather jacket, headphones in this pocket. He mm-hmm. grabbed it. The headphones were there. Fine. Same thing happened again. But this time, I told him it's number one, and he's like, "You don't have the thing." I'm like, "I, I told him <laughs> in check once again." Nemam, I don't have. Nemam. Right. And he and he looks at you using the check. I love it. Right. And he and he looks at he looks at the <laughs> bouncer guy, and he like kind of like goes like this, like stand by him. Like what is he right. going to do? He already doesn't like me. Like once again, Uchitella, power you know. trip. This is right. like
1: I'm not trying to steal someone else's coat here. Right.
0: And then <laughs> thankfully, shout out to one of my students, uh, Lukash, uh, or Luki as a lot of uh, the other students call him. He he walked in. I was like, oh hey man, I need your help. Mm-hmm. I'm like, can you tell this guy it's a black leather jacket? It's number one. I lost the slip. I'm just trying to go home. Um and so he told him, and he kind of rolled his eyes, and then he grabbed the coat, and everything was fine. Jesus Christ! But um, yeah, so I'm hoping that the well, the last one is February 22nd. It probably won't be warm enough, but it is warm enough. I'm going no coat. It's yeah. a 10 minute walk. I might just go no coat. Don't have to worry about it. You could pull uh, it off.
1: You could pull it off. Right. Wear a sweater.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. But yeah, so it was a great time. But what, what was funny is I wanted to leave her on 2:30 or three, right? And then, as I'm walking out of the club, there are a group of so there's like a bar restaurant in the front and then a club in the back. And my students, more of my students, of course, are sitting right outside the mm-hmm. exit for the club, and they're like, your
1: favorite teacher,
0: right?" They're like, <laughs> "And dude, I lost my voice that night because there was so much loud music. You know, I still have a oh, slightly yeah. sore throat. I literally kind of sounded like, like it was bad. My voice was horrible." And it's then I and and <laughs> I and I met a couple of friends of my students, and then they just kept asking me questions. And I appreciate that they they were genuinely interested, and we had a nice conversation. But your voice, your 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 my voice is voice was yeah. And I was I was ready to go back at two thirty. I yeah. left at like four. Damn! Oh, yeah.
1: just by hanging around and talking mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! So um, what was the um. What was the, like, what was the, how, how was the actual party? What was, uh, what, you know, did you the bring anyone, party? go by yourself? No, the, the actual uh, ball. Did so, you bring so, anyone or? So funny,
0: funny story. So David, as all of our listeners should know by now, uh, he they was better. supposed to come visit. But and I should inf- all and unfor- Exactly. But unfortunately, um, he came from Hradetz where he lives, to Prague, because that's the way you have to go. Mm-hmm. And his first train was delayed by like 80 minutes. Then it was just canceled. Well, that sucks. The next one, it was delayed for, I think, 120 minutes, also got canceled. So he just hang in Prague or something? So he he was stuck there for quite, I think, two, three, four hours, something like that. The last train that would have got him to Komutov, which probably would have also been delayed, maybe even canceled, would have gotten him into Komutov at like 11.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: And so we just decided we'll just chill another time. We'll figure it out. But he actually went home because I don't blame him. After all that frustration, I just want to be in my own bed. And yeah, and it's not, and not, it's not like he, he
1: doesn't particularly want to be in Prague. It's not like right. <laughs> it's just, oh, I'm just stuck here. It's not like I want to be here. Right. I'm just going to go home. That makes sense. Uh, well, That sounds like a good time. I, it was um, a lot of fun. Did, uh, you, so as a teacher, you kind of just like – it's more – you're not hitting the dance floor, I assume. Right? It's more just chit-chatting and I did. hanging around. I hit the dance uh, floor a little bit. Okay.
0: A little bit. But because I was still – you know – as you can probably still hear from my voice trying you to sound get wonderful over oh thank you trying to get over this cold been there, been. <laughs> i uh um the more i hear that the less that
1: sounds like kermit by the way that's not even <laughs> yeah, close not even that's close the to problem kermit. with hearing something over and over again like that's in true. the vacuum like that right it's like when you say word over and over again it doesn't even sound like a word anymore that's true that's a good point um what was your question dancing on the dance floor.
0: Oh yeah. So I, I hit the dance floor for a couple songs where I wasn't really trying to overexert myself too much since I was already drinking alcohol, which I probably shouldn't have been doing. But, right. you know, Speaking of which, it, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, but what was also funny, though, before the ball, I um, went, there's a thrift, there's a secondhand thrift store here in Komutov. And I, I only brought two ties with me. And I've worn both of them at different events here. And I was like, you know what? Not trying to be the up. two tie guy, so I gotta change it up.
1: All right, <laughs> two tie
0: <Thai> Chad. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Now you can call me four tie Chad. So there we go, up in my game, really moving up in the world. That's that's right. But I found this really cool tie. But the the first of all, I walk in and the store was going to close in like fifteen minutes, mm-hmm. and the woman, I realized what she was saying after she repeated it a few times. But she said the cl- the store closes at five. The store closes at five. So I was like, okay, fine. You know. No, no problem. So I'm looking around, and at first I was also looking because it's a secondhand thrift shop. I was trying to see if there were any like cool suits or cool blazer blazers. Blazers. Yeah. Right. You can get a lot of fun blazers from there. Yeah. But the thing is, all these blazers looked like they were straight out of the 60s, 70s, or 80s. They had the really long, is it a collar? What is it? They had the flat the, the Oh, flaps Yeah, on like the, the side. wide lapels. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. They had mm-hmm. super wide lapels. And yeah. I was just like, yeah, that's, I'm not trying to <laughs> rock that. Um, groovy there, fella. I don't even know what's that. Right. Where the where like. the, the collar that's that's the super big collars. <laughs> yeah, then the, the, big the shirt mustache. on top of it. <laughs> right. Right. So yeah. Um but the ties there were also pretty cheap. I think I, I bought two ties for a
1: hundred and eighty crowns. Wow, that's a good deal for sure. So yeah. Yeah. Um that's cool. So um but I enough don't know about I, me. What's been what's right. been going on with you? Brad's in town. I mentioned that. And one thing I realize is and still I, I don't know how to be a tour guide in um a tour guide in Philadelphia. First of all, so he got here on Friday evening and we I, I took him some places around around here. We went to this BYOB place for dinner where you bring uh I love the BYOB places cuz um it's cheaper and you can drink way more. Uh so Are there a um, lot in Philly. BYOB yeah. places? I went to two, the two dinners we had were both BYOB places. Now nice. that I think about it. Okay. So the first night we went to a pizza place that was in my neighborhood and um, we brought some beer from a, a local store and um, and then we went to, uh, we came back to my place and hung out for a bit, had some drinks and played some FIFA. Nice. And, uh, Classic. And then we went back out to a uh, a jazz bar locally. Oh, sweet. And had a, had a couple beers there and listened to some music. And it was a uh, reggae style music. It's a place I, I've been to a bunch of times. And then, um, so that was a nice thing. You know, I showed them around my area a little bit. And that was nice. And then so the next day, um, you know, the thing about, and this is probably something we'll get into for, our trip as well or my trip as well not our trip. I'm the only one getting on oh, a dude it's, it's our trip though <laughs> we're, we're traveling places it's that's our true. trip we're both traveling but like the like nighttime is easy uh it's the date like finding stuff to especially for us young uh young uh party young lads <laughs> <laughs> nighttime <laughs> is easy especially in my, I mean it's nighttime to be harder in a place that we don't know but especially in like my own city sure. finding good bars or finding good places to go eat that's so easy. Right, finding stuff to do during the day is the difficult f- part for me, and so Brad said he wanted to see the Liberty Bell, and I found out that you can see the Liberty Bell without actually walking in. There's a lot of people that line up to see that bell, and mm-hmm. so we did that. I literally bought a uh, lift to see the Liberty Bell, and once we saw it, I'm like, "Well, I don't really know what else I want to do in the city now." And so we just, I just kind of like walked him around the city for a bit and showed him stuff around, and then we came back, um, and I was, I was telling him, and, and so like it's just, I, I wish. I knew how to tour guide during the day. Do you have any? Uh, do you, I wasn't planning on asking you this. You have you don't, you're not prepared for this. But do you have any pointers for tour guiding in your city, for during the day activities?
0: You just well. First of all, I mean it really depends on who you're with, right?
1: Right. So I mean the Brad's first thing. Brad's easy in the sense that he's very go with the flow. Right. But I'm oh, also for very sure. anxious about like the person having a good time and me right. not
0: boring them. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's. I mean that this could potentially bore them but i my go-to would probably be some
1: type of museum Mm. but you're not a museum (coughs) person and he's not either for that matter excuse me what are you talking about i like museums oh you do mm
0: -hmm. okay yeah. Okay. Yeah, I enjoy museums. All right. um, I mean I'm not gonna spend i f- I'm not gonna spend all day at a museum.
1: Right. You're not one of those people staring no, at each painting no. for thirty minutes. My I would <laughs> say
0: I would say my brain capacity and attention span for a museum is probably maximum three to four hours,
1: depending on how big it is. I mean that's a long time. Right. I was gonna say mine's an hour to two hours. Right. Which is which is still fairly And two hours if it's two hours it's gotta be like uh, Two hours has to be, like, if I'm going to the Peterson Car Museum. Like, it has to be something I'm real right. interested
0: in. Right. For sure. <clears throat>
1: but museums would be
0: one. another, yeah, another I could have them to too. the Rocky
1: Museum, I guess.
0: There you go. An- another thing, too, during the day would be, um, I don't know, just find, like, a – and I'm sure you've probably done this, um, but take them to a local – good local food place. Right now, it's not ideal because it's winter. But if it was summer, I'd say find a cool spot where you can chill outside and eat. Yeah, um, any good parks, um, just to kind of stroll around. Um, yeah. Other other w- than that, I would say just any other things you would do during the day if you had the day off. So go maybe go watch a movie. Yeah. Uh, I don't know putt putt golf. Who knows? If
1: it was in the 30s – if if excuse me, if it was not in the thirties <coughs> like it is, right. I would have taken them to where I uh, to where I go mountain biking because that's a. It's. I think that place is a really cool. One because it's still in Philadelphia, but it you know it's like in the woods, right. and um and I mountain bike there. But it's also you can hike and walk around there. So I probably would have taken them there if the weather was permitting. We were going to sure. do yoga. I'll get to why we did it in a second, but um I think I have an inclination, but yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you do, <laughs> uh, because you also know why we're that it has, has also has a little something to do with the fact that we're doing the podcast at three o- or excuse me four o'clock rather than the initial planned. 8 a.m. And, you know, so here's the deal. I'll just get to it. So my plan. So Brad's here. And so it's hard for me. Oh, one thing I want to I want to give you props. You deserve a uh, you deserve props. An early shout out of the pod for Chad. I have a newfound respect for how difficult it is to travel and and like have people come visit you and all that stuff and plan the podcast in Mm -hmm. like plan time to do that. It's because it's, it's because you also have to account for other people that you that you a, a lot of times that you can't really like it's hard to account for other people in exactly where you're going to be at any time, especially since that's not sure. how we like when we're on trips or when we're entertaining people. You know that's not how we like to do. It. We don't like to have like a set schedule at Mm-mm. four we'll be here. No. So I even felt kind of bad like going to a place and telling Brad we're leaving at four uh, or we're leaving at three thirty so we I can get back and be ready by you know four or whatever. Right. Um. So um. Anyway, the plan was to do the podcast at eight in the morning because I thought, all right, well, Brad, you know, we'll, we might, you know, have a good night, but I can get up at eight. You know, I've right. been drunk and woken up early before, uh, like, like I, I can handle a little intoxication and wake up early, and I'll do it early in the morning. I, we love doing early podcasts; it's fun. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, cha- so I was telling Brad about this one restaurant that I haven't been into in a long time. I haven't been there because it's a Mexican restaurant by where my ex used to live, and oh. it's kind of it's kind of out of the way. Um so I, was, I haven't been in a long time, but it's a Mexican restaurant. It's also BYOB. And what's and for great our is... For listeners out there that don't know what BYOB right, is, you.
0: bring your own booze or bring your own thank beer. You.
1: Mm-hmm. And they tend to be um and so what's good about it, at least personally, is that um it's usually cheaper because, you know, alcohol is tends to be that's Brett. Alcohol tends to. Oh, you, I, my Harry Potter closet, much like in Harry Potter, is under the staircase, and I just heard him walk up the stairs. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, so, BY, so it, you know, alcohol is very expensive at restaurants. They always mm-hmm. mark it up a mm-hmm. bunch, and so if you bring your own, one you can drink however much you want, and right. it's cheaper because you're buying it from a store rather than a restaurant. And so this place is amazing because it's a. Uh, they have margarita mixes, and they're homemade margarita mixes, and they're thicker. And, and way better than like if you go to a Mexican restaurant, it's just kind of this watery yeah, citrus juice no that's good. margarita yeah. mix. But this is this homemade thick juice. Nice. And then you bring your own tequila and you just mix it together. Boom. And so Brad and I bought a fifth of tequila and we thought we're not gonna drink a full fifth of tequila at this restaurant. We're not degenerates. Mm. So we took a little bit of it out and um, and put it into some other glass and I'm like I guess I'll do something with it later. I never drink tequila. And we went there with the tequila. And uh, we drank a, all, uh, all that we had brought, let's put it that way, okay. it was, except for like a shot left. And this margarita mix was so good. The first one was um, blood orange. The second one was um, <coughs> um, mango mint. Oh, interesting. And okay. It was, there were, it, it was real good. And I had a, a steak fajitas. Uh, oh, delicious. Uh, Brad had a steak uh, burrito. It was delicious. You make,
0: you're making me hungry.
1: And then after we went to a jazz club in Center City, I live in Northern Liberties, uh, but the Center City is, you know, downtown is what people would call it, essentially. And so we went there, and I took him to another jazz place, which is always packed, especially on a Saturday, packed to the brim. We mm-hmm. were shuffling on our way through. As we were walking up to the bar, the two people right in front of us were leaving the spot. We got a spot at the packed oh, bar. Oh, nice. Nice. And so we heard some amazing uh, j- uh, jazz. It was uh, It was a... You know, it was a bass drum. Uh, it was a bass, a drummer, a guitar, and a trombone. Um, oh, nice quartet! And it was it was real good. Granted, we didn't stay long because once again, we had drank a lot of tequila beforehand. Uh-huh. And so we went home, and it was it was uh, it was a good time. And the, oh, I also took him to get ch- uh, cheesesteak. Oh, nice. Personal. Here's my personal take. And anyone uh, anyone that is a uh, Philadelphia listener that listens to this or a fan of cheesesteaks. Here's my pro take: Overrated, overrated. It's not gross, but it's overrated. It's just steak in a sandwich. Like it's not that special. And it's and so Chad, Brad and I split one, and it was and as and he said it was good, but it's not like, you know, it's not like any. You don't have to, just because you're in Philadelphia, you don't have to go out of way to eat it. There's a lot of great food in Philadelphia. cheesesteaks is fine. It's just a, it's just a sandwich. Right. Um, a hearty sandwich. So we got that. That was good. And, what and kind I, of
0: cheese is on it? Like cheddar?
1: Well, this uh, it, the traditional has whiz, cheese whiz. What? Really? Which is disgusting to me. Yeah, it's like I a find spray that to be cheese. Disgusting. Yeah. Yes. Cheese whiz, yeah. yes. for all, Once again, for all of our non-American listeners, because uh, there's cheese whiz is probably illegal in all the other countries uh, that <laughs> Most likely. Definitely. <laughs> uh, cheese whiz is a... Uh, it's. Cheese with quotes around it because it's essentially right. cheese out of a can that you can spray almost like whipped cream. That's cheese.
0: Right. It's cheese whipped cream. That's that's and, basically what it um,
1: is. And so uh <coughs> we didn't, we skipped that. We got uh, sharp provolone, which is, is like a kind there of you, you know similar to Swiss. I'd say. Right. Uh. And so that was that was fine, but it's just like it's just uh, you know whatever. Right. It's just a sandwich. And so. um, yeah, and then so today we went to uh, we had a great brunch. We I I had a, I woke up I woke up by the way to be fair, I woke up at seven thirty. We were planning to do it at eight. I woke up at seven thirty. I got up. Um, my head was as it felt like someone was like using my brain as a speed bag <laughs> when I woke up. Okay, <laughs> but I was up and I was and I and I and I was like I kept on cutting it closer and closer. I was like, well, I, I'm not gonna tell him no yet. Because I can, I, can, I just got to get up. I just got to get right. up. I couldn't do it. I could not do it. And so I didn't get up up until, like, I'd probably say, like, 9.30 is when I moved from my bed to my sofa. And I mm-hmm. played a game of FIFA with against Brad. And then we, by around 10.30, I actually got up, took a shower, and then we went to go get breakfast. And we went to, God, I don't think Brad took a picture of it. But we went to this breakfast place, and they have red velvet pancakes. Oh, it's nice. It's literally just... Breakfast cake. Like, it's yeah. literally cake. Sounds like cake. it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's red velvet cake that is in the shape of pancakes. No joke, this thick. Really? Is that, good, is that good hangover food? It's too sweet for me to be hangover I was going to say, yeah. And it's probably... I'm going to get this as a, just a... I have an old iPad here. No joke, each slice is probably this big. Oh, wow. There's three of them that are... A size of an original iPad, but thicker than an original iPad. So, like, two, two original iPad thick, maybe? Yeah. Okay. And there's, like, a Dang. dollop of, of icing on it. Or excuse me, oh, a dollop geez. of butter.
0: Okay. Huh. And
1: then each level is split with icing.
0: Oh, yeah, I couldn't do that. Nope.
1: And so Brad and I split. A, they, the, Brad and I, Brad, they have a children's size, but they only give adults the children's size if they order two other entrees. So Brad and I, I, which is kind of what I wanted, because it's like I can't eat this entire cake for breakfast. This is just going to exacerbate the hangover. So I got eggs and potatoes and meat and stuff. There you go. And then we split it. But even the children's version, which is you know smaller, maybe the size, you know maybe a a third of the size of that. That's a square. Mm -hmm. I I couldn't even eat half of all like all of the half, all of my half of that. I believe it. (laughs) And Brad, there is this girl that was probably like half the size of me, and I'm a tiny person. She was an adult, but she was a very small person. And she had ordered just red velvet pancakes with a side of bacon. And Brad and I took bets on how much of it she would eat. He Did said twenty-five percent. No, 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 no. He said twenty-five percent. I said thirty to forty. She mm-hmm. ate a good thirty to forty percent of that oh, thing. Wow. She was That's going impressive. to town on it.
0: That's impressive. That's <laughs> crazy.
1: But yeah, it was a good time, and it was good to have Brad here. And he's still here, but his plane leaves in a couple hours, and I'll drive him to the airport.
0: Nice. Nice. Give it's, him my but, regards. He's a great guy, and I'm, I'm glad you guys have been having fun. And, but you're right, though, Jared. It, here's the thing. I, I agree with you. It can be sometimes stressful or even unenjoyable to be the tour guide. Because,
1: Especially since it's his first time in Philadelphia, too. Right. right. So like I, what do I got to show him, or what does he have to see to say that he's been to Philadelphia?
0: Right. But I think the nice thing about you and I, and I think Brad as well, is that that you and I are fairly easy to please? You know, yes. we we, we yes. tend to, you know, like you said, we don't have everything planned to the brim. You know, if if we want to sleep in till till noon because we were out kind of late the night before, we can do that, and it's not mm-hmm. not
1: an issue. But I totally, Brad and I do work mm-hmm. well in that levelless sense because we do know each other very well and our person. Right. We know our personalities very well, each exactly. other's personalities, right? And so. So
0: that's why I'm really excited for your trip over to Europe one because you've been to Europe before. I mean, you're going to new places that you haven't been to, but you've still been to Europe. so I feel like oh, right. I feel like maybe the pizzazz is not quite there. It's different than when you go somewhere for the first time
1: and I'm not completely out of my element in Germany because I can get around right. by myself if need be, and right. I can read signs and stuff right. I'll, I'll try to give you some survival check. Maybe the next, maybe a
0: couple episodes leading up no. to <laughs> the, uh, that's not going to help you in Komutov very much. i will. Right, I will to say you. no. Right. <laughs> and, and dude, in Prague today, I, I had to buy some, some clothes. Um, <coughs> cause my belt is falling apart. I've had this Levi's belt for like three, four years and it was time to get a new one. So there's a mm-hmm. Levi's store in Prague, an outlet. So I go in there, I bought a belt. And it it just didn't quite fit right. And so I went back the next day to return it, and I go up to the counter, and I just don't like to be that guy that just goes up and just starts speaking English. You know, I greeted her in Czech, you know, Dobry den. And then uh, then I asked her, Nuvete anglicky? And she was like, she kind of looked scared, and she was like, no. And then I was like, well, we're going to try this. We're going to make this work one way or another. (laughs) I put the belt up, and she's like, oh, you want to exchange? I'm like, <laughs> that's English, motherfucker, r- right? Right? Do you speak it? Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so, so then I said, yeah, one size bigger. And so she like types in the computer. Goes she over knew to the exactly what you
1: said when you said one size bigger. Exactly. Well, I also
0: went like this. I think I was like one okay. size bigger. Um, I should have probably gone like this,
1: but either way, she knew what I meant. And so, I mean, especially working in a clothes store, even if she's not proficient in English. If you're going to know English pertaining to work, saying bigger or smaller is probably going to be a right. common one to hear. Oh, definitely. Um, so, but see, that was in Prague. So, so
0: my whole moral of that story is: some people you'll ask move to and right. they will say no, but they really do. Um, yeah. But I'll give you some survival check a couple episodes before you get here. Um,
1: we 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 could do that. You can give me like a uh, American's perspective, like an American's perspective to uh, entering Czech, like Czech. Czech Republic 101 from an American's perspective.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um, and I'll ask my students this week in class uh, if they have any special insider tips as well. Because I'm Alrighty. always curious to see what... You know, it's different being an American living in the Czech Republic. They've mm-hmm. lived here their whole lives. So it's, it's right. a little different. But yeah. For sure. But I'm looking forward to it. It should be fun. And I'm glad you've been having a good time with Brad. So yeah. I, too I much fun. I think, uh <laughs> I think a shout out is deserved. One for Brad our kind yeah. of mystery mystery uh, third uh, ghost podcaster with us. Uh, and then I would like to give a shout-out. I have a few actual shout-outs, um, like news stories. But I want to give a shout-out to my students from E4 and TM4. Spread a little love. They're a great batch of guys and one girl. Um, really great students. I'm very, very proud of them. It was wonderful to work with them, and uh, I had a great time at their ball. So thank you all for the hospitality. It was really wonderful. Um, and now let's move on to some other. Did you get outs. any more,
1: um, like
0: favorite teacher, best teacher that night? Actually, no. But we were oh. talking about other stuff, like the the right. other the other balls we were at. Because we were at the other schools, I think the right. student the students from the other school were asking our students, mm. you know, oh, how how's Chad's the teacher? Do you like him? Blah blah blah. Right, um, you're on your own territory now. Exactly, exactly. Do you have any shout-outs before I get started?
1: Uh, shout-out to my liver for surviving this weekend. There you go. It's, <laughs> a, it's a good shout-out. This is one of those weekends where, and I was not expecting this, but where it's like, I'm almost, and I didn't go that crazy, but I'm almost af- afraid to open my bank account. Have you ever been there? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I don't even want to do it. I don't even want to open it. I don't want to know. That was me this morning after my night in Prague. <laughs> but, but I pay I
0: pay mostly with cash here, so it's okay. Yeah, that's um,
1: that's way better.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I did
1: do some cash payments, so that does I didn't even think about that. That does help the bank account. Uh, yeah,
0: right. All right,
1: so my first shout
0: out <coughs> goes out to the country of Pakistan and also the Prime Minister Imran Khan. made the announcement uh, that they are going to, I don't know how, but they're going to, uh, they aim to reclaim land from the uh, Pakistani mafia and turn it into forests with 10 billion trees. So there is this 2019 spring tree plantation drive um, as a part of the 10 billion tree tsunami day. So Khan had announced the 10 billion tree tsunami last year, Soon after he took office, and today he tweeted about the inauguration, we are launching our Plant for Pakistan program and reclaiming mafia encroached land, converting it into forests and wildlife parks for our future generations to fight climate change and pollution. So I think that's fantastic.
1: Yeah, I wonder what the Pakistani uh, mafia has to say about that. Right, yeah, it's a good question. Very good Um, question. That's that's cool though. I mean, I, I love all these all these um, initiatives to just make more forests mm-hmm. and just uh have more wildlife.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: All right. <clears throat> so my next one. Well, we need to head down
0: south of the United States border to Mexico.
1: Slipping on gator piss.
0: And there is a uh, a researcher, um, Eva Ramon Gallegos, um, who is from the National Polytechnic Institute. Um, and they have found a cure for the human papilloma virus.
1: For oh, HPV. really? Yeah. HPV is one of those like sneaky. I mean, it's an s. It's a, like a tr- disease, but it doesn't really affect. It affects people, but it doesn't really like outwardly, especially males. Right. Um, but like, it's one of those things where it's like just everyone yeah, has yeah. it, and um, the no one gets the uh, vaccination. Right. Right, including me. To be fair, so, I haven't either. <laughs> right.
0: Well, do they do they have one for men?
1: I think they do. I don't. Do I they? think it's more okay. useful for women because they have a higher chances of things like cervical cancer exactly. from it. Exactly. And uh, exactly. But I think I think men can do it too. And and from what I've heard, at least this is what I heard Dr. Drew say once on a podcast. Is he said men like might as well do it because it's offered right. and it yeah it, yeah it's Absolutely. more useful for women, but it can't hurt. Right.
0: So right here it says that when they were explaining um, this. Um, you know, as you mentioned, the main causes of HPV, cervical cancer, um, is one of the biggest scares. Um, mm-hmm. But the investigation they did um, show that uh, she was able to eradicate HPV in 100% of the patients who had the virus, but had no pre-malignant lesions. This is all medical terms. Don't ask me. I don't know. 64- um, pre I know what that means. Pre-malignant lesions.
1: Yeah, malignant means that it 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 is like attacking you, like malignant right. tumors. Right. Means yeah, that they can, be they can kill you. Right. And so pre-malignant means it's in the stages of of turning into into a, yeah. a cancerous mm-hmm. uh, cancerous cell. There's a right. Science corner for, for you, from someone with no med no uh <laughs> no schooling on the right. matter. That is awesome. Though. Mm-hmm. So big shout I mean, out to is, her. Is, is is it like is it? Has it been commercialized <coughs> yet, or is, like is I'm not sure. it just? It didn't. It didn't okay. say.
0: It's probably still too early on in the right. Yeah. All right. And my there's last a, there's one. There's a lot of
1: steps to that. To oh, actually. Oh, for sure.
0: Getting yeah. it into people. Um, I'll have to ask my dad about that because he worked for a pharmaceutical company for. Oh right. Quite a while.
1: But he All worked right. for one that usually gets their. Uh... Oh, he retired. Congratulations to him. Yeah. Shout out to him. Yep. He works for one that usually gets their uh medication to the um to stores through bribery Mm. and political means.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's different. That's true. That's true. All right. So my last shout out goes out to a police officer named Kevin Briggs, and he is a California highway patrol officer. And he has talked more than 200 people off the ledge of the golden gate bridge. And they call him the guardian of the golden gate bridge. Um, so he's been working there for more than 23 years. Um, And so uh, he started in 1994. He was trained to handle traffic incidents, but had never received training on how to deal with people contemplating suicide. He didn't know at the time how pervasive the issue of suicide on the bridge was. Um, And according to uh, the story, there were four to six cases of suicidal folks on the bridge each and every month. And I had no idea about this. Um, And he, like you said, he had no training his first encounter with a suicidal person, he uh, he did about everything wrong that you could. Um, in the back of my mind, I was thinking, am I responsible if she does jump? What happens here? I had no training in this. This is right. a really bad scene. I was afraid. I didn't know how to handle it. Um, I don't know if that was successful or not, but uh, Briggs uh, says, So I just pushed her. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Jude. Uh, Riggs says he, he learned a lot from the encounters. I think my approach right from the start was wrong, just to walk up right to those folks and start talking with them. Now what I do yeah, is but I mean, you don't know what to do. I mean, right. it's still someone no trying training. to
1: help. Yeah.
0: But right here, now what I do is I stand back and I'll just introduce myself. I'll say, hi, I'm Kevin. Um, is it okay? Is it all right if I come up and speak with you for a bit? I want to get their permission and empower them. So since then he's talked to more than two hundred people standing on the edge of the
1: bridge, um, so there, so there you go. If I I knew when you when you first mentioned his name, I knew the name, and then especially the story sounded familiar. Mm-hmm. A podcast mental which I've actually plugged in here before. Uh, I think because of a shout out, do you get your shout outs from the podcast I listened to? Uh, in two thousand and sixteen, <laughs> Kevin Briggs was on the Mental Illness Happy Hour, mm-hmm. which is you know, which is a, a very interesting podcast for someone like him to go on because it's all about mental illness and dealing with and how not even just the people jumping or not jumping, but how he deals with that himself. Mm-hmm. and uh, it was I thought it was a super interesting interview, and obviously because I heard the name and I immediately thought of it, right. but um uh, so if you want to if you want to hear about him and hear about what it's like to deal with that, listen to the Mental Illness Happy Hour. There we go. Thanks, buddy. But first, um, listen to the Untranslatable Podcast. I guess you have to true. even get to this that's point. That's true. So.
0: <laughs> and and yeah, it's it's interesting that you mentioned he was on there because I'm sure I'm sure he's suffered some trauma for, you know, people. Have, I'm sure people have jumped. Yeah,
1: he hasn't and, saved everyone. Right, and that's got to yeah. be
0: a really hard experience to to watch. Oh, for sure, um, for sure. And definitely. as you mentioned.
1: He mentioned when, which we were reading, where you know it gets to a point where you start, you wonder if you're responsible for someone jumping. You start blaming right. yourself, or right. you know it'd
0: be easy to do. That's for sure. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's tough. So big shout but. out to you, Kevin. Keep keep yeah, doing the good out. work.
1: Spread a little love. Uh, but I think it's about that time, the most important time. That's true. What we're all here for, the namesake of this here podcast. The untranslatable album for the untranslatable phrases. I only have one because um my preparation was uh, you know, you're good because I limited. got three. There we go. Uh you start then. All right.
0: So my first one is Czech. And it is Zamilovat za Beslave, which means falling headlessly in love.
1: It's like head over heels. It's hit like the, it's too easy, but yeah, hit the handboard. Yeah. I'm running out of difficult ones in Czech. (laughs) That still isn't untranslatable, Mm -hmm. but it's just one that is very familiar to us. Right. But Uh, just
0: so you know, though, um, Bezhlave, um, it's not only used in connection with falling in love. Um, It means like headlessly, and Bez Bez means without. Literally, I guess, without head. Uh, Bezhlave also can be describing uh, reckless or absent-minded behavior.
1: So, theoretically, you could have... Oh, so it's In Love Without Head. It's... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that actually... That sounds more like an untranslatable when you put it like that. Right. That's true. <laughs> but you cleaned it up for me, which is very nice. Thank you. Uh, so, I have one, and it's uh, Hausa. Nice. Which uh, I've done before. And this is a real uh, mouthful, so hold, hold your horses, everyone. That's not even the right untranslatable to use. <laughs> it's a good one, though. Uh, <laughs> Macafo yeah there, uh, I have two hold your horses which means hold on and this one Makafo yarasa ido yache ido na wari, which literally means the blind man lacks eyes he says eyes stink hmm
0: is that like don't I have no idea don't judge a book by its cover I
1: have no idea the blind man does not have eyes right so he says eyes
0: stink So it's like you When you Don't like something because of jealousy
1: uh, That's a little too harsh using jealousy seems a little too harsh it's more Appreciating what you not uh, you cannot appreciate what you don't have ah, okay, so 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 the blind guy It's not really being jealous But the blind guys like I don't get what all the big deal with these whole eye seeing is like I get around Mm -hmm. just fine and I don't. Right. And I can't see anything. I don't know. Right. You guys really seem to enjoy these eyes. Okay, I'm sure it's great to see colors. Right, <laughs> right. That's true. So I have. So my
0: last two are German because I figured it would be appropriate since. Uh, Got to start preparing. We, exactly. We both need to brush up on our Deutsch. That's for sure. So my first one for you, Jared, is Luftschloss.
1: Okay, and that is a air castle. Mm-hmm. Air castle. Is that me- is that like having a false a false sense of uh, like bravado or like thinking overly highly of yourself? N- not about yourself.
0: About Definitely a situation.
1: About yourself. Um. Or someone else is like putting someone else on a pedestal. I mean, no, I, I wouldn't say it's about people.
0: Okay. Like like you could say it- du, du lebst im Lu- luftschloss, like you're living in an air castle.
1: Is it someone that's like a vain and only cares about like a materialistic? Mm-mm. Okay, no. give it to me. I, I'm, air, I'm, I'm striking castle, out. An air castle,
0: an air castle, potentially, uh, potentially is unattainable, right? Castles oh. in the air. So you have these really oh. lofty dreams, lofty goals. And I
1: picked this oh, one because I was looking at it differently. I was uh-huh. thinking like you're almost pretending, or like you have you have like a lot of stuff, but it's fleeting.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which isn't which isn't a bad guess. But yeah. And the reason why I picked this one is. When we've been kind of talking a little bit about this trip, I
1: mm-hmm. think
0: we get into the Luftschloss area.
1: <laughs> we'll talk about that later, exactly. but we definitely, yeah. we definitely had some, uh, some ambitious goals exactly. for the week that I'm going to be there. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and my
0: last one for you is Zugzwang. It's a good word to say, Zugzwang.
1: I don't know what zwang is. Zug is a train.
0: Zwingen is like, well, Zug can also be
1: pull oh okay how would you uh, what's the how would you what's the like the um what do you call it when it's like the base form of the it's uh uh, well wouldn't it be wouldn't it be
0: tsian? oh okay yeah i'm familiar
1: Um, with tsian. i just didn't know tsug was the uh past tense of it
0: um i think it's well here hold up let me before i hold up um well i think tsug can also be like a well it can be like a drag on a cigarette too can't it I I don't I don't know I don't smoke cigarettes. <laughs> <coughs> I've, heard, I've never heard of, I've, I've never heard that before. Yeah, tug,
1: tug. Yeah, uh, okay. Cian, okay. Zug.
0: It's okay. no, you know what it is. It's a noun. It's oh, not a verb. Okay. It's a noun. That's I got gotcha. you.
1: It's a noun. I got gotcha. you. Um, is it spelled like train?
0: Yeah, yeah. Means it means tug, pull, gulp.
1: Um, a big. Okay. A big. So yeah, yeah, I say yeah, schluck. Schluck. yeah, I would say schluck. I would say schluck. Well,
0: uh, uh, a suk would be a gr- uh, grosser schluck.
1: Right, right. So, oh, so I guess just a sip,
0: closer uh-huh. Schluck. Exactly. So, anyways, um, so so pull and swinging is like to to force or like okay. persuade or something like that, and swang would I think also just be the noun. So it's to force force. I would say force coerced,
1: okay. compelled. Is it like is it like convincing someone to do something or or like uh being like a. Kind of, it's, it's like you're really pushing someone to do something, like oh come on, <coughs> oh no, it's gonna be fun, you'll love it.
0: I would say not not really to do something, but it's when you force someone to make a decision. And sometimes, picture,
1: picture Brett Kavanaugh at a high school party. <laughs> oh geez, oh jeez.
0: Um, but yeah, so you use Zugzwang during a time when you feel immense stress or pressure, and you have to make a strategic decision. Zugzwang originally described the feeling chess players felt when trying to make a move but now you can pretty much use it whenever like you need to decide right right yeah and i picked this one because i hope we don't have to do any have any while you visit
1: maybe not while i visit but as we're about to talk about my trip right now we're gonna have to make some decisions beforehand oh we've already had to to cut some stuff off the list yes we have so let's uh, get to it I am going to be in uh in the Czech Republic and Berlin and maybe other places in less than a month. And the thing is I don't I realized when I started when I started thinking about this is I don't know how to plan a trip. I've never really had to plan a trip. And this is as far as a big trip goes, this is the most no no it's not I'm still not even a solo trip. I mean the flight's solo, but that's the easy part. Right. Like I don't know how to um I don't know. I don't know how to plan trips. Where to start? I mean, which start with airline, budget, I guess.
0: Which airline are you traveling with? British Airways. Oh, i going through
1: Heathrow. Okay.
0: But, but then from Heathrow to Germany, is it also British?
1: Yeah, I think so. Okay.
0: Well, I have a little challenge for you. If from Heathrow to Berlin, the flight attendants speak German, I want you to only start speak German there. with them. Yep. All right. It's my first challenge for you.
1: I can do that. See, I usually fly with Lufthansa, safe, so I'm
0: speaking German the whole time.
1: I right, love it. Right, right, um, right. So flight attendants are a safe bet for uh, for uh, a safe space to speak mm-hmm. to speak a foreign language, because they're used to dealing with people from All every older. language. Exactly. Right. And a lot so of... So they, they seem like they'd be polyglots. a forgiving bunch. Right. And they're... How do you feel about? Have you been on a on a long flight or a normal flight? Not a non long flight. And seen? It's usually a dude. Let's be honest. That's like chatting up the uh, the the flight attendant. Uh uh-uh, uh
0: I've never seen that before.
1: I've seen it a couple times, and I'm like, that's hey, awkward. I just I always I mean I I'm the wrong person to think this, but I'm always like, if I was if this was me and I was at work, I'd be like, oh my god, sit sit down, please. <laughs> sit down and <laughs> shut up. Leave me alone. Right. I've I've seen that a couple times, and I'm like, I I can't imagine that uh, the flight attendant is into this. Right, right. Yeah, probably not. Um, Uh, So anyway. So budget. right? Yes, budget seems like where you'd start, right? Yeah. I would would say um, so. So we don't have to talk numbers because I don't even know what the numbers are, but I'd say we have a moderate budget. Right. (laughs) You know, contrary to popular belief, we're not balling. Not yet. Um, (laughs) One day we will be, but not yet. (laughs) Um, And so... um, Budget really is only going to come as as far as like what Airbnbs go. Yeah, accommodation or where we stay. Accommodation and maybe restaurants and travel, I guess travel as well.
0: Yeah. And that was the other thing we were talking about when we were trying to plan this. We were we were being way too overzealous, or we were getting into that Luftschloss territory. Where we're like, oh, right. well, we
1: could go to Vienna and then we'll go to Budapest and we'll we'll go here and we'll go there, <laughs> which is great. And I'll take a, a night train from Budapest all the way back to Berlin. Right, exactly. For my flight back home, <laughs> so right, it'll be easy. Right, quick nine hour train. And, ride.
0: But the thing is, if you take the train, unless you have a special discount card, it can get pricey. Like my right. train, my train when I was with Jeff, uh, go back way back to one of our earlier episodes, um, mm-hmm. and give that it was a in listen. The 20s. Right. right. Um, but I think it was for the two of us, because the way we did it is he paid for the, the hotel. We actually stayed in a really nice hotel. Um, and uh, I paid for the train tickets. And it was just about the same price, actually, for a hotel. We stayed there two nights, three nights, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the train ticket between the two of us was, I think, roughly, I think it was about 150 160 a person.
1: Hmm, that was that's from, not bad. I mean, it's okay, but... I would prefer cheaper. It's a lot. I mean it's it is a lot, by right. the way. But it's, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Um I um have a confession to make and you know, I- I'm all about honesty here at the Untranslatable Podcast. I have never booked a hotel or Airbnb ever. Really? Mm, that's well a... for no now for work I have. For work okay. I have. But Interesting. that's different. Because it's a hotel I know, and it's all that stuff. But I've never, I've gone, I've stayed in hotels, and I've tr- stayed in Airbnbs. Mm-hmm. But it's always been with friends, and they've always handled the accommodations. Right. I've never, I don't have the Airbnb app on my phone.
0: Well, if you want, I didn't realize that. So if you want, let me handle the accommodations. I did not realize oh, right. that.
1: that's right. We, I forgot that I was tasked with finding uh, at least places. for Berlin,
0: for Berlin. Right. I have, I'll have Prague on lockdown, and if I, we go anywhere else, it's no problem.
1: I, I have, I had no problem doing that part of it. But I guess now that I think about it, it is useful to mention that I'm also I've also <laughs> never done it. But when when we when you said when you asked me to do that part, I was fine with it. I was like, well, what am I going to say? I've never done it. You do it. So right. It's like do it. you have to do it eventually. Right. <laughs> I'm going to have to get a hotel by myself eventually. So might as well just do it now. I would also
0: say though too, check. I mean, check Airbnb, but also I love Booking.com.
1: Okay, and so I, I can... also tech, check check crowd or couchsurfing. <coughs> <now I'm having? laughs> Or is that actually going to be someone else staying there if it's couch surfing? If it's, if it's or couch, couch surfing, surfing be you're, an Airbnb you're usually, situation.
0: If if it's couch surfing, you're usually there with them. Um, okay. I mean, it's. I it's don't really f- want that. Yeah, it's it's free. I would usually see see that. Here's the thing, with an Airbnb or a hotel, um, there's usually a safe spot where I can store my passport. If I'm couch mm. surfing, I might. I'm probably going to want to keep that thing on me twenty four seven. Um, and it's not that I, I keep don't that thang on me. That's right. It's, Sorry, it's, I don't know why it's, do uh, that. it's not because I don't <laughs> trust other people. It's just you—you you never know, you know. Yeah,
1: and that's the one thing you don't want to—you don't want to lose, especially
0: while you are abroad. Exactly. So, and that's the other thing: bring copies of your passport.
1: I should do that tomorrow. I yep. should take it to work yep. and take bring, uh, make bring copies, copies of it. Bring copies because
0: I—I do that when I go out. I'll keep a copy with me, and then I, I have my driver's license as well. I've had no problems in Europe using my driver's license, but mm-hmm. if they wanted to be a dick, especially these bouncers with their power struggle, right? Um, <laughs>
1: you bust that out and it's fine. That sounds like a made up place. Ex- exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: Um, so, yeah, but Airbnbs, like in Prague, I stayed in an Airbnb last night. I paid $35. That's, that's right up our alley as in Prague. <laughs> In Prague, and I'll probably book okay. with that place again when we go to Prague because it's in a great location. It's in Prague 2, which is – there There are a lot of expats there, but there's not a lot of tourists there. So it's right. a nice scene. Okay. There's some great restaurants. It's right by the metro, right by the tram. It's perfect. Um, so, yeah, but uh, booking.com would be good. Check that out for Berlin. The thing, the, the thing I like about booking.com is you can book, and it – you don't pay for it immediately. So you pay for it when you get there. And a lot oh, Okay, of the, that's nice. And a lot of the other uh, things on Booking.com is you can, uh, a lot of the ones I will get, I think you pay 5 10 bucks 10 more and then you can cancel it if you need to and then you get all your money back.
1: That's sweet. That's so, good.
0: I like that. Yeah, and I, I think I still have a code. I'll have to look. But I think I have a code from Booking.com. If I send it to you, you and I both get 25% off. Sweet, so, so I'll send that. Maybe to we
1: can make that work, and I'll book somewhere. You can book somewhere else. Exactly, exactly. Maximize that. That's code. right. That's right. All I, right.
0: I might even have an Airbnb code too. So I'll 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 check these I things out you. later,
1: and uh, we'll we'll code
0: it up and get some good discounts. But yeah, yeah. you're
1: a modern day
0: coupon snipper. That's right. That's right. <laughs> a digital coupon snipper. Now I guess there we
1: go. That's that's a way better way to right? put it.
0: But yeah, um, but I would suggest in Berlin, I personally prefer places more in the eastern parts of Berlin. Or Maybe
1: we should just leave put, uh, booking accommodations to you, okay. because you also know both Berlin and Prague way better than That's I. True. do. That's true. All right, I'll, I'll do. So the So you accommodations. know better areas yeah. to to stay. All right, so and I'll. I'll do I that. can look into it too and send you places like what about this or right. something. If I find a good price, I'll look right. into it because I it would probably behoove me to yeah. at least look into it. and You send the, it to uh, me and then I'll
0: give I'll give apps. you the I'll give you the okay.
1: All right, but All right. yeah, don't I'll worry do about
0: Prague, and then. Uh, so yeah, so we'll be in Berlin. What did we decide? Three days,
1: or three nights? Um, yeah. Okay. So hold on. Let me just. Um, I'm I'm just writing. I'm, I'm writing. A, this is not even for clips. This is just notes for <laughs> for life. For real life. Uh, for for our trip. Right. For Berlin, Booking.com, Airbnb. Um. Yeah. So I get I fly into Berlin on set. I on I leave sun, uh, Friday night from mm-hmm. Philly, and I get to you in Berlin, uh, around three in the afternoon. Three on 30. Saturday. On Saturday. Uh-huh. And so my thought was – our first thought was to do a little shorter and go somewhere else later. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking, why rush it and why try to cram in as many places and actually enjoy our time in the places that we do go I to? I agree. So give the, the – go to fewer places but give them the time they deserve. hmm Yeah. Or, well, they probably deserve more time, but the time that we can give them <laughs> that right. they deserve.
0: Oh, definitely. Definitely. And so,
1: I, so what, Saturday – We'll go there, eat, go out probably, mm-hmm. and that'll probably be the – that that'll be Saturday. So we'll walk around on Sunday, mm-hmm. and, and then did we say Monday as well, and then yeah. leave Monday, or stay Monday and, and leave Tuesday morning, I think or did, leave Monday evening? Didn't we
0: say Tuesday mo- – I mean, we still have to figure out the logistics, but we could do either.
1: I mean, really, okay. honestly, man – Well, my question to you is where would you want to go from there? Prague. From Berlin. Prague. Okay. Prague okay, would okay. probably be the easiest. Um,
0: I mean, unless the other option would be, if you wanted, we could do Berlin till Monday. Then take the bus down to, or train down to Dresden. Chill there for a day. Mm. Because that's on the way back. And then we could take Dresden back to Prague. Um, Okay. Which is closer? Yeah. So so Berlin would be like more up here.
1: Dresden's down here and Prague would be over here. Okay.
0: Well, I guess for you it'd be uh, the other way around, but you get the picture. For all of
1: our uh, podcast listeners, if you want to see Chad's fingers indiscriminately pointing at different spots in the air, check watch out us our on YouTube, YouTube channel. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah. Either
0: way, we'll we'll have to figure out the logistics some more. But yeah, I think Berlin is definitely worth. I mean, frankly, we could stay in Berlin all six days, and it would be awesome. I
1: I uh, yeah, I'm sure we could. I I'd, I I mean, I would be okay with just Berlin and say Prague and Komutov. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that'd be good. I, I agree, and I guess we could do Dresden. Do you want it? Oh, man, this is this Dresden's sweet man. I love Dresden. It's a cool if city. It's, I mean, it's, if it's it seems close enough that we could slide it in. I think
0: it's uh, well. I, I took the so I took when I visited Jeff. I took the bus from Prague to Berlin. I think it was a four-hour bus ride, which isn't bad at all. We stopped. We went Prague, Dresden, Berlin. I think you're in Dresden in about two hours with the bus. And then it's another hour and a half, maybe maybe two hours up to Berlin. So I mean, we could even, depending on when the buses or trains leave, we could even leave Berlin in the morning on either it'd be what Monday or Tuesday. Mm -hmm. uh, Stop at Dresden, chill there for a bit, and then continue on to Prague. We could also do that, but I think Dresden. Also, not spend a night in Dresden is what you're saying. It would be an option, but the cool thing okay. is, I think Dresden, depending on which night it would be, Dresden would be a cool place to chill for the night because there's. All right. So we'll we'll see. We'll we'll talk more well, about it off the air, um, but I mean, all those places are worth seeing, but at the same time, uh, we we just that's the tricky thing when you travel and you're making travel plans is that um, it's very easy to get overzealous and. My mom does this all the time whenever we travel. She says, Oh, let's go here, let's go here, let's go here. Um, yeah. You know, because, you know, it's exciting to try to check out these new places. But I, I think uh, I agree with your philosophy that it's nice when you can just chill somewhere and really enjoy it.
1: You and know, not if feel we're are rushed, we, we plan to record a couple podcasts as well. So we don't want to rush ourselves around. Also true. Um, and we like it's just, it's just, it's good to, we can chill a bit. Right. We don't need to see everything. That just gives me a reason to come back. Um, That's also true. Okay, so at Wednesday, so Monday or Tuesday we go to Dresden, mm-hmm. and then and then from Berlin to Dresden on Monday or Tuesday, and then from on Wednesday we or Tuesday, mm-hmm. Wednesday or Tuesday we go to mm-hmm. Prague, right? Um, and then on. We stay in Prague for a night, two nights. Uh, ideally, two
0: nights, if if possible. There's a lot of great so stuff in Prague.
1: I might not be able to go to Komutov, as what worth is. It might be the case we might not be able to go to your place. Which I mean, which if we can't, I guess I'm okay with that. Right. Because we might have, I might have to go. Because if we stay in Prague two nights, which is good. I mean, if there, I mean, there's obviously plenty to see. I'd be okay with that. That would be Prague Wednesday, Prague Thursday, and then Friday. And then Friday, you, Friday you gotta head back. Yeah, well, I'm sure we can do stuff during the day, but right. on Friday I do have to go back to Berlin because my plane leaves at seven in the morning on Saturday. Right. Now the other thing we could do, is... I should have gotten a longer trip, shouldn't I? But I guess it's your it's your break, so it's yeah yeah. I but guess I should. would have I I gone. I would have gone. fine with this. you.
0: You staying longer, um, wouldn't have been that that big of a deal. You're an adult. Yeah, yeah you can travel by yourself. But anyway, anyways, um, I mean the other option would be Berlin, Dresden, maybe. And then we could go straight from there to Komutov. No Prague? Well, well, go to Komutov for a day. Just chill, relax. I'm sure you might have some laundry to do or something. Come chill here. I can show you a couple good little local spots. And then the next day in the morning, we could leave for Prague. We could do that.
1: On Thursday? Thursday we go to Prague? And and, and then that would make
0: more sense because we'd spend Thursday there, and then Friday you would have to leave for Berlin. That's perfect. Yeah. And I'll probably just chill in Prague for a couple days then
1: okay crying a lot because go. you're gone but you know <laughs> yeah i'll be crying on the airplane thinking about you that's l- true. looking at our, all the swiping through all the selfies you duck face selfies that's you and I true took. <laughs> that's true
0: we do need to take a lot of and see that's the thing man i'm
1: horrible about pictures like e- me selfies too, um especially selfies and pictures of people right exactly like, i'm better at taking pictures of cool like scenery right but exactly. people is really hard for me exactly. to exactly
0: what what do you think are some of the most difficult things about planning a trip?
1: Um obviously deciding, the budget. Another thing I've been struggling with is deciding what it is, well, as I mentioned same thing I struggle with when I have people come visit me is what to do during the day. Now it's a little easier when you go to Europe. Right. And you and I are are kind of on the a little bit more on the same page with that stuff. Right. But like when you're going to a place like Berlin or Prague where it's like there's more than a week's worth of stuff in both of these cities, right. it's just like, what do I really want to do? and and like once again, even though even though we're not stretching ourselves as thin by not going to a whole like like a, you know, a city a day. <laughs> right. Uh, even though we're yeah, not stretching ourselves too thin that way, there's still the potential to stretch yourself too thin within one place mm-hmm. by being like I like I need to see the Brandenburg tour. I need to see the right. the uh, you know the Holocaust Memorial. I need to see everything. Like I need right. to see everything. Uh, and so I think um, in
0: Berlin, if we're there for two and a half three days, we can see a lot of the main sites. Right. Right.
1: I'm, is it easy to get around? I mean, Berlin's oh, huge, isn't it, it?
0: it's gigantic. But yeah, it's easy to get around. Bring your walking shoes. You you already know. You've been to Europe. Bring your walking yes, shoes. Yes,
1: that is actually one thing I did want to talk about is packing. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's go. Yeah. So I do need to buy new walking shoes. My Sambas are worn to the point where if I wear them more for, like 20, for longer than like 20 minutes, my feet get sore. So they're kind of dead, uh, which is the best thing about Sambas is they still look... Like, like essentially the same as when I bought them. Yep, yep. (laughs) The sole is worn. Anyway, so I need to get new walking shoes. And then I was talking to Brad this morning about um, my packing regimen. Mm -hmm. As I mentioned to you, I feel bad. I feel like Brad is sick of me talking, one, about the trip, and two, about you specifically. (laughs) Poor Brad. (laughs) Um, But um, I was thinking. So I have a good-sized backpack. The backpack that I bought um, when I went hiking— Mm-hmm. Remember, I told oh, yeah, you that, yeah. that that's my new travel backpack, mm-hmm. and it's got those great pockets where you know the little thing. Right. saw so my pocket there, and all that exactly. stuff. My phone, and so I have a good be- travel backpack, and I was thinking I have a kind of small to medium sized roller, mm-hmm. but I also have a uh, a roller uh, suitcase for mm-hmm. people, and I also have a um, like a medium sized duffel bag, not big. Like medium-sized duffel. Okay. Like it's clearly in the medium setting. And I'm thinking that's easier to go around with than the roller, and I'm thinking I can get away with a week's worth of clothes, especially if I have the option to, to wash. Right. I can get away with a week's worth of clothes in a duff, in the duffel and backpack, and mm-hmm. that's going to be way easier to travel with.
0: Oh, definitely. That's true. That's I, a really I, good point. I, so,
1: but I I think because I'm naturally an overpacker, especially on like you big trips, like I'm... Uh, no, I'm not going to do both. No, 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 no. no that's I'm not going to You
0: and I both. We're both overpackers. Oh, they over oh, oh, you
1: said you're going to need both. No, no, no. Yeah, we are both over. And it's it's more just like uh like oh I'm I'm going to need double the amount of underwear for this time because I tend to shit my pants all the time, which is not yep. true. It's like I, why I do, do I need same. so many socks? Like how many do I think I'm just gonna be jumping in puddles or something? I went to
0: Prague <laughs> for one night. I had three pairs of underwear.
1: <laughs> what kind of what do you expect to do while you're in Prague, right. Chad? That that, that Pilsner <laughs> man just makes you crap your pants, you know. Dude, speaking of which, since I've had this hangover today, that's actually been a side effect. Literally. Oh, that's one
0: of the worst Ben's parts <laughs> man, for
1: sure. Um, anyway, uh so I'm thinking that for convenience I, I need to I need to figure out a way to make it do with the backpack and the duffel. It'll be way easier and less cumbersome than the rolling suitcase. Even right. though the rolling suitcase will ha- give me a little more space, I don't think I'm gonna need that space. I think no. giving myself that more space is just giving myself more room to overpack.
0: Right. My other question though for you is, are you gonna want to bring anything back?
1: I I don't see myself bringing anything back. Okay. I mean anything big back. Maybe I'll bring like back. One or two pieces of clothing, right? If that, but I'm not gonna like there's bring some back cool like shops
0: in Berlin and in Prague.
1: I gotta bring something back, right? Right, At least some some right. sort of uh trinket, some sort of knickknack. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, but maybe that'll maybe that'll. I'll, I mean, I'll have to keep that in mind. Right. If I, it's, it goes to the same thing with overpacking, where it's like if I limit myself from the beginning, then then that's the, that's your limit. Right. This right. this amount of space is how much you have. And so there you go. Exactly. Use it wisely.
0: I mean, the other thing is, though, too, like I packed for for six days, and this was um, with podcasting equipment, and we can also figure out how we'll that. coordinate that later. We don't need to do that on the air. But um, I brought, I mean, you saw the picture on Instagram. I brought my Osprey travel backpack. It's a 40 liter bag. Right. I brought mm-hmm. this little, the bag, it says it's 30 liters, but... It's pretty thin material. I don't know if it could really hold up. You don't
1: want it. You don't want to pack it to the brim, right. And have a but. I brought
0: those a, a two, and that was rip off. That was six days worth of clothes. Well, really, it was probably four days worth of clothes, and I rewore some stuff. But you know, right. you'll be coming in March. It shouldn't be that hot. Um, I
1: checked Berlin's actually. Oh, it's funny you say that. I literally have a picture <laughs> of Berlin's weather from the Weather Channel in my uh, that that t- t- says what the weather will be, so I can tell you what the weather will be. Oh, let's hear it. Um, my my plan though is to bring say about um, four pairs of pants maybe for six and days. I'd say, I think you could get that away many? with
0: three.
1: I, for right. six days, I brought. See, two. look, I'm already overpacking. Brad, who's here for a uh, weekend, Friday to Sunday, one pair of pants. Yeah, I mean, I, well, that's ballsy. I brought ballsy. I brought
0: two pairs of pants to Prague. I was only there for one day because I figured if I spilled something, or you know, but yeah, I mean, one pair of pants is ballsy. But, you so know.
1: Berlin is going to be actually exactly what the weather is here right now. It's, it's supposed to be sunny, and I, mm-hmm. I don't think much precipitation is planned. But it's going to be 30s to low 40s, okay, low to mid 40s. All right. Um. And so, I'm So okay, maybe three pants because once again I've, I'm already overpacking in my head. Right. And then some sweaters and you know button downs and whatnot. Right. And then like a pair of gym shorts or whatever. And
0: right. Exactly.
1: And uh. And probably. See, shoes is hard. Yeah. Yeah. I tend to overpack with shoes. Um, I guess I, I have to commit to two pairs of shoes then.
0: Yeah. I'd say two is probably solid. I, I go with my, my pair of Nike shoes, and that's usually it, which is can be a little ballsy as well. But I think two pairs is right. good. Um, yeah. And the other thing is, too, when you pack for places, especially with Berlin, I don't think this will be an issue for you and I because we're not really the club type of guys, right? Right. But oh, in, I need to wear, like, a Berlin, they have certain, tie-dye or something? Well, depending <laughs> on where you go in Berlin, yeah, they have, like, a dress code. I don't really like those places, so I just go to a bar and chill. Yeah, um, I don't like those places either. Right. So so then it doesn't really matter. But for our listeners out there, if they do go to Berlin, you want to bring a nice pair of shoes with you if you're going into certain clubs. In other clubs where it's a more alternative scene, then bring your, your ratty old Sambas, and you're probably good to go.
1: That was my plan, was to bring... Um the Sambas, mm-hmm. and then like a pair of, I think the word, they call them chukka boots. Yep, yep. I have a pair, of, a them pair here of those. as well. Mm-hmm. And so that I cover both of my bases. There you go. Nice. Uh, and I will bring that blazer. <laughs> oh, nice. There you go. <laughs> that Vienna blazer. Solid. Uh, I got to get a good use out of it. So, I, okay, I think I got packing down. I All got right. packing nice.
0: down. Nice. We can check
1: that off uh, the list. Accommodations are
0: more or less checked off. Later, we'll we'll have to figure out our actual itinerary. You know, what days we're going where. But I think right. I think it might be nice we to come. We got a good outline, right? I think it would be nice to come back to Komutov to break it up a little bit, and you can you can and do I some really, laundry.
1: And I would love to see your 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 little town too. Right. I think it, I think it would it would, be, and it would be a cool breakup of the trip, as you said, to like get out of the hustle and bustle and go to a little quaint right. Czech town,
0: right? And um, if it's not too freezing, we can go for a solid hike as well.
1: I'm down for sure. I'm down. Um, so what kind of stuff would you recommend we do in Berlin? We'll start with Berlin. We'll oh, go man. through all the cities, but let's so, start with so, Berlin. So many things. Some must-see places, keeping in mind we have three days.
0: Right. I mean, my number one favorite place, and I took Jeff here as well, um, is the Eastside Gallery. That's the part of the wall that still Where stands. All the artists. Yeah. That's really sweet. I'm curious, too, to see if any of it's changed. So I would like to go there. Um, okay. Eastside Gallery, for sure. Um, I mean, as you mentioned, the brand—I mean— with you, it's going to be probably a lot of the stereotypical touristy stuff, right? Uh, the Brandenburg Gate, um, the Holocaust uh, Memorial, um, the East Side Gallery is really awesome. We have to get some currywurst somewhere.
1: I mean, and I, I'm going to have at least three donuts while I'm there. Oh, for sure.
0: Most definitely.
1: <laughs> um, I know a pretty good schnitzel place as well. Um, oh, hell yeah. So, oh, geez. I'm too hungry for this conversation. Right. I'm, 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 not, I'm, I'm about to tell you stop talking. I was like, oh, no, that's the whole point of us being here. Um, that's all, this all sounds good. This sounds good. Right.
0: And then and then I want to take you to um, Kreuzberg, which is like a neighborhood, which is really cool. Friedrichshain, which is also a neighborhood.
1: Um there's a, there's a lot of great places. Um, so, do you get sick of seeing the same attractions over and over again when you do these tour guide trips? Y-
0: yes and no. Um, if it's, a, I think if it's a place I've been to more than four times, yeah. Um, whereas in Berlin, a lot of this stuff, um, I, I like to see is, it. I enjoy it. Is I'm, there
1: anything is. Is there? Yeah, well, like for example, the East Side Gallery. Like right. it's it's art and it, it's potentially changing, so that's right. interesting. Always. And it's, I like the Brandenburg Gate because it's nostalgic. The first time I ever went to Germany, I was there. Oh, cool! So it brings cool. back some
0: memories, and it's it's a cool place to see. I love you know the cool thing about Berlin is you can do some serious people watching. We mm-hmm. might have to try to go to the place where they invented the donor. but it's a little pricey. But it's really good. But there's okay. usually like a line down the street, so we'll see. Um, the
1: donut was invented in Germany? Yeah, in Berlin. By Turkish people? Yep. Okay. Or at least that's, that's, sure. that's what they I, say. I don't, you, I, don't, I don't want you to give me some, <coughs> I was, some I, I'd be real disappointed if facts. it was like some some German serving me this thing. Right. Like
0: What is this? I mean, what's really funny is they have a Currywurst museum. <laughs> that's hilarious. In Berlin, yeah. They have a Currywurst museum.
1: <laughs> um, have you been through it? No, I have not. Well, maybe we also should go have, to also have uh, they also
0: have a, like a, a they call Schoko where I think it's uh, Riddersport chocolate mm. is there, um, but yeah, I mean I want to take you to some of the neighborhoods because the neighborhoods are just they, they all have a different vibe, you know. Right. It's really cool. Kreuzberg is awesome. Um, I might even try to find a, a new pair of sneakers while I'm in Berlin because you can get some really cool sneakers in Berlin. I may also what, sneak into a what I, shop. Doing, mm-hmm. what I might consider doing. What I might
1: consider doing. Is you asked me if I wanted to buy anything while mm-hmm. I'm there. Not buying shoes while I'm here, mm-hmm. and buying my walking shoes
0: there. Yes, but you also will have to break them in then while you're there. Oh right, yeah. The first day is going to be painful, right. right? Or you can yeah, wear the chuckas the and then you could wear the other ones for a little bit. I'm, I'm gonna, but then again, a lot of newer shoes nowadays, I feel like break in pretty quick.
1: I mean, those hiking boots I bought three days before i went uh exactly <laughs> hiking and the I, most of the walking i did it was I, I walked to the grocery store twice and i'm like these are good to go right <laughs> right so we'll <laughs> see go, that's, climb a mountain. that's a
0: good idea though yeah we'll see um and i might also there... run into the barber shop in berlin because they have a lot of really good barber shops um, okay get get, right. get a
1: quick little haircut we'll see um, do they know they wouldn't even know what to do with my hair yeah they would you don't think there's black people in berlin well i do but they don't go to those they don't go to the barbershops i thought maybe they go to the like their diff, different barbershops i mean the
0: barbershops maybe but i mean a lot of i get of like the, a what?
1: no go ahead i i'm i'm not even going to well do a it. lot go of ahead.
0: i think a, like <laughs> a lot of the barbershops i've been well i've only been to the barbershop twice three times in berlin mm-hmm. They were all turkish guys and there was a black dude sitting in the chair waiting to go next so okay uh, you, you never know who knows um but anyways Other than that though, I mean there's just so many cool things to do in Berlin. I'll write my buddy who lives in Berlin as well and see if there's any insider he's the one that gave Jeff and I the insider tip to go check out that waterfall.
1: Oh, right, 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 right. So Is there is there any places in Berlin that you have still wanted like you still have yet to see that you're like, oh, I still can't believe I haven't been there?
0: N- not really. Like the, that's like why. That's why I need the to Kui-verse do Museum. <laughs> that's right. That's why I need to do my research. Um, oh, I, right. I need to talk to my buddy Krishna. He spent uh, a couple summers in Berlin doing research, so he knows a lot of good, good spots. Um, but yeah, and Prague. I mean, Prague yes. will just be epic because I know a lot of really good restaurants, some cool bars, a couple cool jazz clubs. Um, we could also go. There's this place called James Dean Bar. And it's always kind of a wacky crowd there.
1: A um, the porn star? The, is that a porn <laughs> star? Yeah, he's a porn star, but I know he's an actor from the old days. Right, that's that's but what he, they modeled it off of. He's a current. There's also there's a <coughs> porn star named James Dean. Interesting. With two es. Okay,
0: interesting. I didn't know that. Okay, um, I'm not a fan. I just I've heard of him. Fair I'm enough. Not a fan. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff in Prague. Well, I mean, for Prague, you got to see the castle. That's like a must, and there's a really beautiful view of the Prague. castle. Yeah, the castle. It's called the Prague Castle. Um, okay. And there's a really cool church there. Um, there's some crazy museums in Prague. There's the uh, there's the KGB museum.
1: That sounds awesome. Yep,
0: I haven't been there, so we could check that out. There's a KGB museum. They have like an Apple museum, like like Apple, the computer McIntosh company. Apple. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting. They have a communist museum. Okay. Um, they have a a sex museum they have a torture museum there's also a, a i think this is kind of gimmicky but there's also like a like an ice bar where like i think all the mm. like shots are like ice and stuff and it's like yeah. cold or something i don't know probably not our steeze yeah,
1: the, the only thing i don't like about those is the shots usually suck it's like right like, like this tastes like juice mm. with a splash of booze in it right that's the only thing that bothers me mostly well, about i mean those gimmicks.
0: let's let's be honest in prague I'm gonna take you to some good Czech places. I actually went to a really good one yesterday. I've had, I've had the best beer I've ever had here. It's called Coach. I was just
1: about to say. I want to know what all the hype is about with these. uh... Well,
0: we'll we'll go, we'll go to a place with Pilsner as well, and I'll try to, I'll try to do some research and find this place. But I think I may have told you, with Pilsner beers, they have if, if you're at like a legit Czech place, they actually have different styles of pours. So, you have, I forget what the normal one is, but there's a normal one. There's another one where they serve it where there's no foam. Um, And then they have one called a schnitt, which is like half foam, half beer. So, that's Hmm. like if you're getting towards the end of the night and you're already drunk. People like that. Yeah. And then the other thing they have, it's called mleko. And mleko means milk in Czech. And it's basically a little teeny bit of beer and a bunch of foam. And the mleko, from what I've been told, that's what you're supposed to get at the very end of the night. When you're like, all right, mm. I'm going home, grab a mleko I real used one quick. Of those yesterday. Right? And then you, you and with a mleko, because there's so much foam, you're supposed to drink it all in one. And because of the foam, it's a sweeter taste. Right? Like the the oh. the head of the beer does change the 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 taste profile of it.
1: Um, so the English translation for Mleko is milk, is milk Yeah, but it's also like nightcap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, okay. so, yeah,
0: and so also in Prague, there's the, the uh, Franz Kafka house, which might be worth checking out.
1: Yeah, he's an author, right? Yep. He wrote that the tran- the transformation book. Metamorphosis. Metamorphosis. Uh, Die Verwandlung, yeah. yeah.
0: Then there's this really cool, uh, the, there's a statue of his head. Oh, you, you've seen it. I put it on Instagram, where it like spins... Oh, yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. There's a lot of great Oh, that's a, that's someone's head. That's yeah, that's Kafka.
1: Oh, yeah, that I just the... thought it was
0: a shiny thing. No, no, that's supposed to be a head.
1: Yeah. Oh, I didn't even notice. Exactly. That. Exactly. Yeah. And I thought that was a cool picture too. I looked at that for a while. I was like that's cool. Yeah. So I so there's there's a lot head.
0: of great stuff in Prague. I I have to say, even though, well, no, now I've cumulatively I've definitely been to Prague more than Berlin, and uh, I would say I know Prague a lot better. I know my way around pretty easy. Berlin, Mm -hmm. we're going to, thankfully, I have, with my phone, because I have Vodafone, they have it in Germany, I still have internet when I get there, so I can search for stuff, which is great. Yeah.
1: We're not completely off the grid. Exactly. Um, My phone works internationally, it's just very expensive. Right.
0: Yeah, that's (laughs) the only downside. I mean, you you could probably get a
1: cheap SIM card, but, well, you're only there for six days. Do I really need it, though? I mean, I'm going to be with you and I'm only there for a few days.
0: Unless we, for some weird reason, get separated.
1: I mean, if, if it's some sort of emergency, I'll just use my phone.
0: Right. Fair, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it, it out. Right. Um, but yeah. And then in, in Komotov, I have a couple ideas. There's a really authentic Czech pub that I'm going to take you to. And this is the place where, I may have mentioned it on the pod before, when you're drinking your beer and you have like this much left, they will bring you Tiny a fresh left beer. At the bottom. Unless, oh, they, unless you put the, the coaster on top of oh, the beer, right. they just yes. keep bringing them. You don't even have to ask.
1: Right, so that could that's great, but it could easily turn dangerous. Right, <laughs> I mean the first time do they, I went there, do, I do had they look down upon beers. you? Do they? You had eleven beers. Eleven beers. First time I Ooh. went there. Yeah, slipping on gator yep. piss. Do they uh, look down on you if you don't finish your beer? Like if, if you if they fill it up and you take a couple of sips and you're like, uh, well, sorry, I'm
0: done. So like, oh, well. Good. That's never happened. I don't know. Good question. <laughs> a, Good question. You're like
1: I will never, I'll never find out. Right. Exactly. And then while you're here,
0: um, there's a couple different Czech drinks that I have in mind that you should try. Uh, sli- okay. Slivovica, which is a plum brandy, I really like it. You've mentioned that to me. They have Hrushkovica, which is a pear brandy. That's even better. Um, okay. Slivovitsa, hruskovitsa, uh, besharovka. There's one with a B. Besharovka. yep. So I need to. Uh, what I need to do is make a list, and what I'll do is I'll make a list, uh, and at some point before you come, I'm not going to tell you, but I'm going to okay. post it on our Instagram.
1: All right, I, I love it. I love it. So look out for that untranslatable Podcast. That's right. Um, so is are uh, so the the places in Prague that are um, <coughs> that are like good restaurants? Mm-hmm. Is Prague like? Is there a lot of Czech food restaurants in Prague? I feel like the answer is no.
0: Oh, there's a ton of Czech places in Prague.
1: Okay. But see, but you have their cuisine is you have to find
0: the the good ones. Because I think there are a lot of really touristy ones where the food is okay, but it's really expensive. Right. So they're probably packed. Exactly. Um, but I mean Czech food is is, it's heavy. It's a Mm -hmm. lot of meat and potatoes or dumplings and a sauce. It's funny, they have a Czech word for the sauce. They call it uho. and uho means like unanimous brown sauce. Something, something omachka. Omachka is Czech for sauce. So, okay. It's really funny that like if you talk to a Czech person, if you say uho, they know what you mean. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and so <laughs> so there's a lot of dishes uh Czech dishes that will have this. Um but the the foods you have to try while you're in the Czech Republic and I'll put this on the list as well is svichkova, which is like a it's a it's a it's a, a pork or not pork. It's a it's a beef like tenderloin um mm-hmm. that's so far that's I'm in cooked and super tender like it it falls apart it's delicious and it's in a sauce that i believe is with it's made with carrots and something else and it's usually like a like a dark orange but not like a vibrant orange but like a orangish brown yeah i know what you mean and then and then dumplings and then they have cranberries and a little bit of um um i don't know if it's it's not it's not whipped cream but it's like a like a cream okay maybe it's it's like a yogurt um I'll, I'll have to ask or like a clam
1: flesh maybe, maybe maybe
0: maybe kind of like that maybe but yeah <laughs> so that's one thing you'll have to try I'll, I'll get a list um but yeah czech food is delicious especially paired with a good pilsner it's hard it's hard to go mm-hmm. wrong it's really mm-hmm. hard to go wrong um but yeah it, it'll be a fun trip though i think we uh we'll get a good itinerary going and uh we'll document our travels for our listeners and uh Hopefully it will give them some good tips and tricks if they go to Berlin or Prague or who knows, maybe even I oh, Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm interested to see what sort of uh, topics we decide <coughs> to talk well, about while we're, while we're there for the pod. Right. Uh, and, and how we do that. That'll, that'll be fun. We'll
0: ha- maybe we'll have to uh, kind of do it like a – in a way like a travel. What we could also do, which might be kind of interesting, is each night just do maybe a 10, 15, 20-minute recap some of the stuff we've and been post doing it that, day. that night we, we could either combine them or okay. do whatever uh, we, we can talk about it later and figure it out but i think we we definitely have a lot of options and we hope that you all enjoy um our travel shenanigans it's going to be a lot of fun i'm really looking forward to we're uh, excited yeah you coming uh you know because i'm gonna be honest i wasn't sure if it, it would happen because those flights are expensive
1: yeah, and it was a it was a small window. Right, I, I really only had like a month and a half to. Yeah, I didn't help uh, find you good, out. I price. didn't do you any favors. That's for sure. <laughs> no, but uh, I conquered the price alerts right. this time and made them my B word. <laughs> that's right. And uh, I found a, I found a good a price that I was happy with at least. And so yeah, I, and it, it's it is kind of crazy too because you know I've talked about it on this pod that I want to finally do that, and it's it's just cool to see it finally coming to fruition because you know, it's 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 all it's all sort of. Like it's all just talk until you know the money's been paid. That's and the, true. And it's, and it's in the books. I also put in the vacation for work, and that's clear. Nice. So I have those days off. I'm free. Perfect. Uh, so yeah, I, I uh, it's just it's it's good cool to finally see stuff like that come to fruition, and I, it's cool to also see how excited we both clearly are. Like right. It's, it's gonna be fun.
0: Oh, it'll be a blast. And speaking yeah. speaking of fun, uh, we have a fun song in the pod this episode for all of our mm-hmm. listeners out there. I think probably our listeners in the states have heard this song before. Maybe also our listeners in Europe. I'm not so sure about the I ones. I mean, they're from France, right? So our song of the pod is "Around the World" by Daft Punk. Mm-hmm. And Jared, can you can you fill our listeners in why we chose that song this episode?
1: Well, uh, <laughs> when Chad and I first started planning our um, our Europe trip, we were essentially going all around the, uh, Europe. <laughs> like we we were planning on going to Budapest and Poland, and then maybe stopping in Vienna. And it, and it it when we were trying to pick a song before this, I just thought I just was I was just laughing to myself about all those places, mm-hmm. and I th- I was like, man, we're really trying to go like in my head. I'm like, man, we're trying to go around the world, and I, and I just thought, oh, around the world, right? And Daft Punk, who you know most people know, um, is one of my favorite one of my favorite groups. I, I think they're I think they're, they're amazing. fantastic. And um, and so uh, it, this is this song is is um, I also the reason why I thought of Daft Punk because actually I might do this after I drop right off and get back here Daft Punk would make great airplane music oh that's like, true 99% of Daft Punk's music would be great especially if you're trying to fall asleep there's you know most of them don't some of them have words but most of them don't have words and even the ones that do have words it's really all about the uh, about the beat and the and the background and like the background music so I just thought that as I thought of that as a song of the pod choice I also thought I need to put this on my iPod before I take that long ass flight That's true and jam out to that
0: i i'm curious as we get closer how how you will be p- planning and prepping so so keep us updated i'm i'm curious All to right. see for sure um, for sure because ho- hopefully it will be helpful for some people you know not not everyone yeah. has traveled uh extensively and it's uh it's good to get get some of those tips
1: but yeah so and ch- that's why i'm also not fully against me even though you know mm-hmm. locations i wasn't fully against me doing the hotel stuff because i was like i gotta learn at some point that's true but it, it also, uh, yeah. So,
0: and I, I kind of was thinking it makes you do a little bit of research about Berlin, right? That's ki- right. that's kind of where I was coming from. Prague, don't worry about it. You, I'll, I'll yeah. take care of that. But Berlin is so big that I think it also would be helpful if you knew some stuff as well, right? If uh, you
1: weren't just just the the sole leader, right. That I just follow behind. you. Exactly. <laughs> Prague, I'm okay with that. Obviously, Komutov,
0: uh, no right. problem. But yeah. So, so, yeah, so check out our Song of the Pod, Around the World by
1: Daft Punk. I don't even think much needs to be said because it's such a great song. Yeah, I mean, it's, we're talking about icons. It's a classic. Electric, electronic music icons. Exactly. So
0: check that out on our Twitter, Untranslatable1. It will be up after this episode drops.
1: Yep. So Jared, And on our playlist as well, if you want to see all of our previous song, songs of the pod, we have a playlist on our YouTube channel that has, uh, I, every, every time I post it on Twitter, I then go to our YouTube and put it in the playlist. Exactly. So, all, um, uh, just, I mean, not all of them. We'll say 97% of them are there. Right, right. <laughs> just to play it safe. <laughs> exactly. Good call. So, Jared, I wanted- All the good ones are there. I wanted to give you um, two
0: check words, and, and you'll know one of them, I think. Uh, but these are useful words and related to what we'll be doing. So the first one is vlak, v-l-a-k, VLOC. What do you think that means? Fly or walk? Nope. Travel? Nope. It's a it's a means in which you can travel. Oh, a train? Boom! Good job. Uh huh.
1: Is it is it like the noun for train?
0: Yeah, train. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, vlak. okay. Okay. Uh, vlak. And the, the, there's a Czech. Um, Czech Railway, and their app is called Moivlak, which means my my train.
1: Okay. So that's where Moivlak. I used to
0: book my my trains. And the
1: other one is autobus. That pretty autobus, easy. Autobus, mm-hmm. which is just bus? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the cool thing about Czech... I wonder if they know that they can just cut off that auto part and just call it a bus. I think I think a lot of Czechs might. <laughs> okay. They might. The other, Seems it's unnecessary. Right. The, it's other, the other
0: funny thing about Czech is... And you'll see this when you're in Prague. At least this really stuck out to me the first time I was in Prague. You'll see a lot of words with Y's on the end of them. Okay. Any guesses why that might be? Plural? Exactly. Ooh. Exactly. So autobusy would be um, trains. <laughs> That's a nice ring to it, doesn't
1: it? Uh, it does.
0: All right. So I have a couple puns for us today. Oh, No. I wanted to mention, it is Black History Month. This is what happens mm-hmm. when you don't look at your notes, because we've just been going off the cuff this episode. But I wanted to commemorate, before I get to the jokes, I want to commemorate uh, Spread a, a love. really, really important um, figure in Bla- during Black History Month. Um, do you know who Robert Smalls is?
1: Biggie Smalls' dad?
0: Uh, No, he was alive in the (laughs) 1800s. Okay, who's Robert Smalls? So Robert Smalls, this is a guy who should be my people. He should be well known, but he's unfortunately not. So Robert Smalls, he was born in uh, Beaufort, South Carolina, and he was a slave. He was a house slave at first, and then at the age of 12, his owner sent him to Charleston to work as a waiter, shiprigger, sailor. But, of course, because he was a slave, all of his earnings went back to his owner. Right. And so uh, this happened until Smalls was 18. And then he negotiated to keep all but $15 of his monthly pay, uh, which allowed him to start saving money. The savings nice. uh, accumulated later, and he used this money later to purchase his wife and daughter from their owner for a sum of eight, uh, $800, which this would have been. That's a lot of money. Especially back then.
1: Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Back right, then, it's right. like, I mean, it's a lot of money now, but it's like, it's a lot, lot of so money So what's back interesting,
0: then. though, so this is where the story gets crazy, Jared. So as you know, the Civil War breaks out, and uh, in 1861, Smalls was hired as a deckhand on the Confederate transport steamer, the planter, captained by General Roswell Ripley. Uh, and so he was assigned, or, or the planter was designed assigned the job to deliver guns and arms to the Confederate forts. <coughs> well, <clears throat> Mr. Smalls, first of all, uh, made the Confederates believe he was loyal. Everything like this, right? Right. Well, he ended up uh, commandeering the ship, learned the, learned the hand signals or whatever they did back then, he had to get by five or six other Confederate ships to get it far enough north, and right before the, the Union was going to fire at him, they put up the, the white flags, the surrender flags, right? Mm-hmm. And he came up and he said, I wanted to return these, these U.S. guns to you guys and, and help you guys <sighs> fight the war. So um, what's pretty crazy, though, is so after that, he, he not only did he do this, he also got on the ship with his wife, his kids... Uh, and 12 other slaves from the city, and they sailed it to the harbor where the Union ships had formed their blockade. Um, And like I said, this trip led the ship past five Confederate forts, all of which required the correct whistle signal to indicate they were a Confederate ship. Um, So by the time he got past them and they realized that somebody had stolen it, it was too late, right? So then later, he became became a, a Navy officer and later a captain of a ship i think it might even be the same ship and fought against the confederacy and after this i am the
1: captain now right exactly (laughs) what's
0: crazy though is after this um he so yeah like i said he was promoted captain the first ever african-american to hold the rank in the history of the u.s navy and after the civil war he entered politics, and this was when Republicans and Democrats were flipped, right? So he entered pol- uh, politics as a Republican. He was elected to the South Carolina House of Representatives and later to the South Carolina Senate. He was also elected um, to the U.S. House of Representatives, first from South Carolina's 5th District, later from their 7th District. And he served in Congress between six, uh, uh, sorry, 1868 and 1889 when his term ended. This is where the story becomes baller, Jared. When <laughs> oh, this, this is where it becomes ended, baller? Well, it's all baller. <laughs> but what happened is after he was done, he uh, became the South Carolina collector of customs and he purchased and resided in the house in which he had once been a slave.
1: Ooh. Yeah. That's some Django and chain level of, right, a, right. Of, uh, of payback. That's awesome. Isn't that crazy? That is a. I, I'm so glad you told me that. I'm gonna remember that, and you just added to my uh, Black History knowledge. You Thank go. you, Robert Smalls. Um, I like the idea of um, of white people doing research about Black History icons and yeah. and, and teaching it to other people. Yeah, we, <laughs> it's great. It's great. All right, I get used
0: to that segment. So I have a couple kind of doofy puns for you today. So here we go. What does a house wear? What's
1: that? Ad- uh, I I I don't like guessing because I, I, I got it right one time. Address. Ooh. That's a good one. Right? Like address,
0: one. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. What, what prize did the man who invented the first door knocker receive?
1: Oh, I know the answer. Give it to me. A ring.
0: Nope. That's a good one. But he won the No Bell Prize.
1: Oh. <laughs> That's, That's way better. Right.
0: Thought that was funny. So, yeah. So, those are my uh, doofy puns of the pod today. Hope you all enjoyed them. Parada. And, uh, and the last uh, quote, now it's time for our quote. And our quote for today is, it's an African proverb. Um, I wish I could tell you where in Africa. Ooh, but it's an African proverb, and it goes, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together.
1: Hmm. Oh uh, yeah, Whew. it's a deep. It scares, me some time, it scares me sometimes. Scares me sometimes. My personal life as someone that is a pretty solitary person. It'll be Not fun this weekend, though. though.
0: That's true. <laughs> it'll be fun though,
1: and uh, and plus, if
0: I'm with you, you're such a damn fast walker, you're gonna have to go oh, yeah, slow. That's true.
1: Um, that's true. Yeah,
0: it'll, it'll be a fun trip, and we're really looking forward to keeping all of you updated on mm-hmm. our travels and our shenanigans and whatnot, um, and we hope that it will give all of you some uh, tips, ideas. Um, and maybe some insight, uh, what to do or what not to do, when traveling with your friends. So stay tuned. Uh, we're looking forward to bringing you some more content in the near future. Uh, should be a, a great time for everybody involved. And uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe to our uh, YouTube channel on Translatable Podcast. Now we are on video, so you can see Jared's beautiful face and my scraggly beard. And uh, if you want pictures. You betcha. Of Philly, Prague, Czech Republic, Germany, whatever. Check out our Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast. And if you have any untranslatables, we need them. Please send them to us. Pleasure all Untranslatable Podcast at gmail.com. So we thank you all so much for your support. Uh, we'll be in touch. And as we say in the Untranslatable Podcast, Yakuya.